Church and welcome to our Attridge service. My name is Jody Enns and I serve on staff at our Attridge site of Forest Grove Community Church as the Children's Ministry Director. I want to say a happy Father's Day to all the dads and uncles and grandpas and mentors and spiritual fathers that are out there. Happy Father's Day. Also, I want to just take this opportunity to give my dad a little shout out and say happy Father's Day, dad. For those who may not know, my dad is Pastor Bruce Enns, and so I have the privilege to lead on staff with him. And I just want to say, Dad, I'm so thankful to have you in my life as an encourager and mentor and role model, and to see you lead with such integrity, both publicly and privately, has been uh, just so encouraging for me, and I'm just so thankful to have you as a, as a spiritual leader in my life. Speaking of spiritual leaders, I want to take a second to highlight our Grove Kids summer ministry plan and our hope that this summer as we have, there's an inability to meet and to gather. And so this has strengthened the opportunity uh, and highlighting spiritual leaders in the home. And so we want to encourage parents and guardians this summer to take advantage of this opportunity. And so we are offering different curriculum videos that are being sent out. And this, these videos are highlighting big questions about God and faith. And the hope for these videos is that they are beginning these discipleship conversations at home with your kids. We are also starting in July, gonna be featuring some Grove Kids Summer Challenges. And so these are gonna be challenges sent out to your families and they are hopefully just fun and they're just some activities that you can do at home. And they're also hopefully gonna be an encouragement if we have the opportunity to share pictures and videos just to share with one another in our Grove Kids community what's happening in each other's lives as we're all a little bit separate right now. I encourage you to check out our Instagram page, Grove Kids, at, at, at Grove Kids FGCC, as well as our website for any of that information and to subscribe to our email curriculum list. In today's service, we are going to hear from Pastor Bruce Enns, who is going to interview and have a conversation with Clint McDonald. And Clint McDonald leads our men's ministry. And so this today they are going to highlight what it looks like, uh, what men's ministry looks like in light of Romans 12 and this series of kingdom community uh, that we've been doing. And this will be our last service on kingdom community. And so this will finish off our series. We also have and are looking forward to hearing the Song of Hope uh, that will be at the end of our service. So this song was written by Tyler, Brittany, and Lance, and it was written as a as as a hopeful encouragement to our congregation at this time. And they, in combination with Darcy Stobie and Bob Baron, have refilmed it and have created a video with the song. We encourage you to just to stick around on our service and to check out that really encouraging song and to look forward to that. As we continue our service, I would love to pray to open us up. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to study your word and to reflect on what it looks like to be a kingdom community uh, in light of our current worldly circumstances as well as just in our daily lives. And I pray, God, that you would be speaking to us through your message this morning, that you would be, that your spirit would be highlighting and speaking to us all individually about what we need to hear today about what it looks like to live as a kingdom community. Jesus, we pray for your continual hope and encouragement in this season and that you'd be reaching out to those who are 
are hurting and to those who are broken and to those who are just needing extra encouragement and extra love from you, Lord. We love you so much and thank you for your presence in our lives. Pray these things in your name. Amen. Well, today we're in the last segment of our Kingdom Community series as we've been walking through Romans chapter 12, which is actually one of my favorite chapters in all of Scripture. And today what I want to do in giving sort of summary to this series, I want to go back to where we began. I want to go back to verses 1 and 2 of Romans chapter 12. And I want us to notice the very first word, at least in the NIV translation, the very first word is the word therefore. And, and when that word is there, it implies that something has come before it. And now there's a transition that's being made. And that's exactly what the Apostle Paul is doing in Romans chapter 12. And so what is it that comes before 12? Well, chapters 1 to 11. And if you go back and you review chapters 1 to 11, you see this incredible description of God's story. And Paul just walks out the amazing story of God and uh, the story of the people of God, the people of Israel, and also now how the Gentiles are being grafted into this amazing story, how we are saved by grace through faith. And so that's, that's in summary, what comes in those first chapters. And, and then we come to chapter 12, and Paul says, therefore... In other words, because of all this, because of what God has done, in light of all this, offer your bodies, your mind, and your will as a living sacrifice to the living God. And live in that way. Uh, Choosing to place all of these things intentionally and willingly at the altar of God every single day. And he says that's true and proper worship. So here's another way to think about this. And we've we've talked about this often where we, we talk about the fact that our story only makes sense in the context of God's story. And this is essentially what Paul is saying here as well. He's just unpacked God's amazing story in chapters 1 to 11. And now he's saying, okay, now it's time for your story. How are you going to live out of this? Because of what God has done, how are you now going to live and how are you going to respond? And so that's what Paul is saying. And then chapter 12 takes this turn and it says, now live this kind of way in community and worship God with all of your lives. Tim Keller uh, wrote, has written many great books, and one of his small booklets is actually called The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness, and it's a great book, and in that he says that the Christian faith is the only of the world religions where the verdict actually comes first and then performance. And so if you think of a courtroom scene, it's like uh, Jesus has been on trial for us, and he has taken the verdict on our behalf. Or if you think of the Olympics, typically there's the performance that happens first, and then there is a judgment, or people are given marks, or whatever the case may be. But in the kingdom of God, it's different. The the verdict or the judgment comes first, and then now you're called to live out of that. And, And so that's the beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because of what Jesus has done for you, your sins are forgiven, you are free, you are worthy, you are redeemed, you are loved, and you are accepted child of the living King. And that's an amazing truth of the gospel. And now you're called to live your life out of that. Okay, given that identity, given who you are, given what Jesus has done, how are you now going to live? And that's what Romans 12 sets us on a path towards. And so when we do this, it's this amazing call to create a remarkable community of the kingdom of God that God has called us into, has envisioned for us, and actually makes possible for us as we live in faith out of what Jesus has done. And so I just pray that we could live into and experience that kind of community together as a church. 
Well, today we want to also hear from our friend Clint McDonald, and he's going to speak into this Kingdom Community series from a particular vantage point, from the vantage point of men, as uh, he gives leadership uh, together with others in our men's ministry. Uh, but we want to just hear from Clint and, and have him uh, join this conversation as well. Well, with me right now is Clint McDonald, and uh, Clint is a friend of mine. He has served as the moderator of Forest Grove Community Church, uh, leading our council. Uh, Clint also is a family doctor here in Saskatoon, and he has a passion for men's ministry and uh, gives leadership along with others to the men's ministry um, at our Atridge site and, and in our church, and so we're just really thankful for that. So Clint, welcome, and why don't you just introduce uh, your family a little bit, yourself, and some of your passion for men's ministry. Sure. Hi, Bruce. Uh, I just want to thank you for this opportunity to share a little bit about uh, men's ministry. Uh, like you said, my name is Clint McDonald, and uh, uh, my wife is Marguerite. We have two kids, uh, Luke and Josephine, who are in the teenage years, and they uh, obviously uh, uh, going through this whole pandemic with everyone else and figuring things out. So we, uh, uh, but God has been good to us, and so it, it's actually been an interestingly good season for us as a family. So. Uh, my passion for men's ministry dates back many years, probably to my early uh, faith journey, and a, um, I'll share a little bit about that. Um, but I'm very passionate to see men being transformed to be more like Jesus. And I know for me, that's a passion, and I, I need the men around me that have helped me do that. And uh, it is out of that experience that it's grown a desire to see other men connected in community and uh, uh, using their gifts and growing and becoming more like Jesus. And uh, particularly in a time like this where we see so much turmoil in the world, I, I think it's so important for us to, to truly live out those, those truths of, of Jesus in our lives. No, that's great. I agree. And so we've been in this series in Romans chapter 12, uh, talking about kingdom community and just some of the unique aspects of how we're called to live as a living sacrifice um, uh, as part of creating this kingdom community. And this weekend is Father's Day, and uh, it's kind of an appropriate time to talk about men of all kinds, whether you're a father or single or uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, but uh, so that's why I wanted to just interview you a little bit. So Clint, in Romans 12, is it, talk a little bit about that text as we've been immersed in that text for a number of weeks now and thinking about uh, what it means to live transformed lives, and speci specifically what you're thinking and your passion about uh, the desire to see men transform in light of this Romans 12. So just talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, Bruce, you know it's always dangerous to give me a mic, so uh, uh, hopefully uh, who's ever editing this will edit it well. But I, I think, you know, when I read that passage, and I've read it obviously a few more times in the last few days after you asked me this uh, question, um, you know, it's a lot of emotions that come through with that. You know, there's lots of fear, anxiety, challenge, uh, feelings maybe of, of, of not being good enough, not meeting up to the standard that uh, Jesus has called us to. So I want to acknowledge that reality when you read passages like that. They are very powerful. Um, I think one of the areas that is actually hopeful, which is strange for me, is the fact of the fact that God believes that within us in this new identity, that I actually have the ability to truly love people. Um, and not only my brothers in Christ, but he's even our enemies to do good to them. So that's an intimidating statement, but hopeful that 
in the sense that God actually believes that's within me to do as his child. Uh, and so uh, I think, I also think of our discipleship steps as a church. When I read this passage, I think of this creating community. I think of this modeling and experiencing Jesus's love. I think of training and obedience, serving and reaching out. I think that's all sort of covered in this passage quite powerfully. And so I think when we have looked at our men's ministry in particular, it has been important for us to try and kind of follow those, those steps and try and see how we as a men's ministry can unpack those for our men, uh, both in a large group setting, as we've done teaching events and, and, and such like things where uh, men have come out to, uh, as well as more importantly, probably in our, in our small groups, we, we really feel, you know, a group of six, eight, ten men journeying together can really create that community, can really love each other, experience Jesus' love, model it to each other. We can train each other in obedience about scripture. And, uh, and then hopefully, you know, we serve and we reach out and we, we learn to love our enemies or, or, or the people that, we, that are, are difficult for us to sometimes engage with, right? So I think that's been very much part of it. And I'm thankful for the men that have been part of our leadership team. There's, you know, there's numerous men. They know who they are. And it's just been a joy for me to work with them and see them bring their gifts. And uh, they're not perfect men. None of us are. We, we are quite well aware of our, our insecurities, our struggles. Um, and, and I think we grow in openness about that. But we, we, do want to encourage, we do encourage each other. And like I said, I couldn't do it without them. There's about six or eight other guys that are part of this that have been just you know, pivotal to, to how we've been able to do it. Yeah. So Clint, at the beginning of Romans 12, it, it talks about this idea of being a living sacrifice. And there's three words that sort of stand out for me. It, it talks about your bodies, like give your bodies as a living sacrifice. It talks about your mind being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then it talks about your will and about aligning with God's will. And I think of body, mind, and will. And this, it's this comprehensive kind of piece of how we are called to be a sacrifice. And when you think about men in particular, uh, as how we struggle with different things in you know, body, mind, and will, and, and that all needs to be transformed. You know, what are some things that come to mind for you in terms of what you're trying to do even in the men's ministry and, and transformation of men? Well, I think um, when I look back on my spiritual journey, um, there was a lot of times, I, in fact, most of the time, I was probably trying to do that alone. I think inherently as men, we, um, we tend to be more independent-minded. We, uh, we tend to maybe have more pride about our struggles. We tend to uh, isolate ourselves a lot more. And I think that's been a common theme when we've, even as we've spoken to men and, and engaged in men's small groups, that that's our go-to emotion. So trying to do that in isolation uh, is very, very difficult. Um, I think even as we think of this pandemic and being isolated from people, it's very difficult. So for me, I think it's almost impossible to do in isolation. So, um, and God and his wisdom has invited us into this community in which to do it. So I think that's a key point for me is that if you're going to try and do that by yourself, you know, it's very difficult to do. You know, you need to do it in community. So I think that was a big change in my mind is that I actually needed to engage in, in authentic community and I needed to be real with people. Yeah. Um, you know, 
And so as a men's ministry, we know on a Sunday morning, I mean, it's very difficult to have that authentic community on a Sunday morning service. We, we, we've heard that from men. We know that inherently, I think, as a church. And so we need these smaller groups where we can have greater intimacy and truly share what's going on in our lives. And I think it's through that that we get to that point of fully engaging what that means to be a living sacrifice. Um, that's just been my experience. That's really good, Clint. I, I agree. I think uh, Satan, the enemy, he, he loves to uh, make us think that we're alone and then also just draw us into ourselves. And I think that's true. And I, I can speak for myself. I know that I can have a tendency to do that. I think that's true of lots of people. And so I really love what you're saying about we need each other and the community. Um, in that middle part of Romans, it talks a little bit about our spiritual gifts and about how, you know what, God's given you these gifts, step out and, and serve, lead you know, and uh, how is that, how does that come out in men's ministry? And even just with your desire to see men kind of step out in the church in their unique giftedness? Yeah. Well, like I said to you, you know, the, the men that uh, have been part of my leadership team, we bring different gifts, right? So uh, some are just great encouragers. Uh, I look at someone like Ron Fath, who, you know, he, he can whip up a meal in no time, right? I mean, just this incredible gift to be of hospitality and serving people is just amazing. And so, you know, God has designed our body in that way. And so absolutely, we want our men's ministry to embrace the giftings that men have. In fact, we need it. Uh, one of the big needs we have going forward is that we uh, want to see men who have gifts of leadership and maybe encouragement to a um, launch some more men's small groups for other men in our church. Um, and that is a gifting that we, that we desperately need. We'd like to see at least five or six more men's small groups, hopefully more, over this next year be established. And so we need leaders. So we know that uh, it, it's very core to what we are trying to do as men's ministry. Chris Anquist and myself and others are, um, uh, want to equip those men, want, want to walk alongside them, encourage them, help them. Um, we're very thankful for the men that have been leading men's small groups. Um, you know, the work you're doing is just phenomenal. Uh, uh, we've just had heard incredible transformational stories uh, through our men's small groups. So we're very thankful for those men. And we want to encourage them and walk alongside them. But we, we are calling other men. We've got a big church. And at a time like this, we have no idea what church is going to look like in three months or six months or 10 months. And uh, so for, for ourselves, um, to have more men's small groups where guys can get together and unpack some of these things is, is actually the, the, the focus of our ministry yeah. long term. Yeah. That's great. No, that's super, Clint. Well, Clint, I know you got to get to work and get back to your medical practice. So I want to just say thank you so much for even just taking a few moments to share with us. Is there any last minute things you'd want to say uh, to the church today? Well, I just, I, I want to encourage our leaders. Uh, I think as a church, it's very important. One of the visions God has given us for our, our men's leadership overall is that we would really literally have hundreds of men in our church every morning on their knees praying for our church. That's been a very core belief for us. And we do see that in the scripture about prayer. And so we just want to keep on lifting up our leaders, lifting up each other. We are thankful for the work you guys have been doing in a difficult circumstance. And we want to encourage you guys to keep on discerning what God has for us as a church. And I think for our men, you know, uh, uh, one of the stories from our, my men's small group of, of, of one of our men is just that 
thought that God gave him that to him, for him to truly lead his family, it starts on his knees. Yeah. And that is actually where leadership starts. So I just want to encourage our men just to be in prayer for their families, for uh, their communities, uh, for, for our leaders. Um, I think, you know, without prayer, we are going nowhere. And that's been a, something that I've learned later on in my Christian life, unfortunately. And uh, um, um, there's a lot of people that do model that well. But, you know, uh, I think that's very important for us. That's a great last word. So, Clint, thank you. God bless you as you continue to lead in our city and uh, also in our church in this area. And just really thank you for this time. Take thank care. Thank you, Bruce. Okay, bye. Well, Clint gave us some incredible insights, but maybe particularly for men, but I think for all of us, uh, that any work of God begins on our knees. That it begins by being people of prayer, men and women alike. Uh, he also mentioned how the fact that transformation in Jesus happens in community. And our tendency is often to shrink back and to, to be alone, to withdraw due to fear, shame, pride, or insecurities or something else. But God always invites us to come out of the shadows and bring our lives into the light and allow him to change us and transform us. And, and so that's the beautiful thing as we walk together with other people in community. And that's what this series has been all about. And that's what I think Clint captured so well and what he shared for us and just this rationale of community and why we need community and how we live out of community. That our personal transformation only happens in the context of other people. And that as we enter into that by the Holy Spirit at work in our lives and together with others, that kingdom community can truly be created in a really unique way. I want to just uh, pray with us as we conclude and uh, also as we conclude this series that we've been in. Let's pray together. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much that you are our strong tower. I thank you that you have chosen us, redeemed us, transformed us, and that you invite us into a remarkable community. And Lord, we just pray that you would help us to step out of the shadows of our own fears, our own shame, our own insecurities, our own pride, whatever it is that's keeping us from stepping into the light of your gospel. I pray, Lord, that you would just uh, gently and lovingly and graciously draw us near to you. And God, that you would continue to transform us and make us new again. And Lord, help us to experience and to be that kind of community that you've called us to be in your kingdom. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this time I also want to just invite us to join Brittany and Lance and Tyler uh, in worshiping the living God together. That we can proclaim God together as a God of hope because of what he's done for us. Let's worship him.
As we conclude our service today, I would love to leave you with a benediction. And I offer a benediction just as a as a blessing and as a word of encouragement to send you off into the rest of your day and the rest of your week. I'd like to read from Romans 15, which is just later in the book of Romans, as Paul is speaking and continuing to speak to people that he is encouraging to, to love others and to live transformed. And he says this, he says, I pray that God the source of hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
And I do pray that you would go with that source of hope and encouragement and that you would be a blessing to those you encounter this week. Thank you.